Welcome to Little Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. Cancer and I met the day I woke from a surgical biopsy on February 19, 1998, to a new life. Everything before that fell on the other side of the timeline of life, B.C., before cancer. I wouldn't let cancer kill me, not if I could help it. That first year was a blur. By the time I recovered from surgery, it was time for four rounds of chemo. By the time my hair was starting to grow back, it was time for six weeks of radiation. By the time I got my energy back, I was into year two, and that's when it hit me. Damn, I had cancer? Trials and tribulations like cancer and divorce or loss of health, income, or loved ones can either kill you or make you stronger. Cancer made me stronger after it knocked me to my knees over and over again. During those months of treatment, I faced terrible moments of despair when I wanted to give up. In the end, cancer made me tougher. Now, sinus infection, flu, pulled muscle, no problem. My attitude now, pain, so what? Fear, who cares? I used to be scared when I wrote my column. What others call writer's block, I called page fright. All the doubt and insecurity would beat me up. Now, no more hedging, no more tiptoeing. I speak up with no regrets, no fears, and no holding back. If I don't say it now, when am I going to say it? My daughter constantly reminds me why it's important to talk about surviving. It's an obligation I share with 10 million cancer survivors in America. Every day, somebody new gets the verdict. Cancer. The first thing you do is cry. Then you ask questions for which you might not want to hear all the answers. Is it curable? Is it treatable? Has it spread? What you really want to know is this. How long do I get to live? And the truth is no one knows. I gave it my all. Surgery, chemotherapy, radiation and more surgery. Finally, I had both breasts removed after learning I carried the BRCA1 genetic mutation that increased my chances of getting breast cancer up to 87% in my lifetime. So what is it like to be breastless? Audrey Hepburn is my inspiration. I have a newfound admiration for gymnasts and ballerinas. I can sleep prone without any lumps or bumps between me and the 500 count sheets. I can go braless and breastless. I can be a B, C, or D cup or no cup all in the same day. I can exercise, jog, or jump rope without a sports bra strangling me. And I will never sag or fear gravity from aging. If I had known how easy it was to live without breasts, the decision to have a double mastectomy wouldn't have been so hard to make. Looking back, it was the toughest decision I ever made in my life. Once you have your breasts removed, There's no going back, no what is, no bargaining, no negotiating, no more delays or denial. It's final. You are the only one who can make that decision and the only one who has to live with it the rest of your life. Not your husband, not your boyfriend, or your wife or your girlfriend. It is permanent and scary and drastic. And then one day, it isn't. It's just who you are now. For the first year, I felt raw physically and emotionally, a part of me was gone. And we live in such a breast-obsessed culture. It seems like every famous woman has had implants. You can't escape the cleavage even at the grocery store checkout. 
It's a breast fest on the covers of Cosmopolitan People and Us. For the first year, I couldn't even walk into a Victoria's Secret. I couldn't bear to be bombarded by breasts and bras I could no longer wear. Right after the surgery, I couldn't wear prosthetic breasts while my chest healed, and it felt so strange to have a flat chest. My cushion, my padding, my shield was gone. I felt exposed and vulnerable. I missed my breasts. Every so often, in a bubble bath, I'd gather the suds and pile them up on my chest and try to remember what my breasts looked like and felt like. In time, I forgot what they felt like. Forgotten them in a good way. I no longer compare the old me and the new me. I'm just me. Every so often, my breasts want me to remember them. Phantom sensations come and go. Sometimes out of the blue, it feels like my breasts are back. I can feel their weight. And go to check and nope, they're still gone. I used to wear fake breasts. Instead of implants, I got inserts. It was strange having a doctor write you a prescription for breasts every two years. They cost about 300 to 400, but insurance covered most of it. They were filled with silicone and they wiggled and jiggled like breasts and they slid into the pocket of a mastectomy bra. The women I talked to before surgery who wore fake breasts told me to make the prosthetics part of me. That was tough at first. They felt hot and heavy and fake. Then one day I was running down the steps and I felt them bouncing like real breasts just like my old ones. We became friends that day. I named my fake boobs Thelma and Louise. And they felt soft and natural when I hugged people. They were perpetually perky and didn't flatten out when I lied down. But I was nervous around cats and brooches and corsages. I'd hate to spring a leak. The prosthetics let me look curvy for me, my husband, and for my clothes to fit better. When I didn't wear them, I was so flat people would ask if I lost weight. Before surgery, I read that women choose to get reconstructed breasts because they don't want a constant reminder of having had cancer. Good for them. But I don't see my flat chest as a reminder of cancer or lost. And a few years ago, I decided to ditch the prosthetic breasts. I got rid of all the bras and donated them in the breasts and decided I am flat and fabulous and fearless just the way I am. It was scary at first. I kind of felt naked even with clothes on. Now I realize being a woman has so little to do with a pair of mammary glands. What makes me a woman is the size of my heart and the shape of my soul. You don't need breasts to be a woman, a mother, a wife, a sister, a daughter, a niece, an aunt, a grandmother, or godmother, a friend, writer, or lover. But you need to be alive to be all of those. No, I'm no less a woman. In so many ways, I'm more of a woman now than ever before. I got to the core of who I am, past the shell to the center. I'm closer to the heart of me, literally. My heart no longer hides under the cushion of a breast. It's closer to the world, and I am closer to what makes me me. It's up to me to decide who I am, how I look, what it means to be sexy or feminine, or pretty or powerful, or successful or happy, apart from what anyone else says, or what society says. This chest is my blank canvas, my blank page. I can write anything on it. I no longer cry in the shower. I no longer cringe when my husband touches my bare chest. I no longer care about how I look to anyone else. I gave up my breast to be here. When I look at my blank chest, I see life. That flat chest reminds me every day that I chose life 
and I better get on with the business of living it. The truth is, I don't feel any less a woman. I feel like Wonder Woman. Our job as survivors of cancer, of divorce, of grief, of despair, whatever, it's to bear witness, to carry the torch of hope for all who journey through the valley of the shadow of death and out again. It's up to those of us who get to see the view beyond the valley to share it. Life from a survivor's point of view looks pretty damn good every day. Am I in remission? Who knows? I got the wake-up call and I'm not going back to sleep. If I had to do it all over again, I would. I'd do whatever it takes to get more life out of this body. Life is worth the fight. Am I cured? All these years of life say yes, but I look at it this way. I got a daily reprieve and I'm not wasting a minute of it. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I'm grateful you joined me and hope you keep coming back. You can subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, give me a rating and a review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. While you're there, sign up for weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks again for listening. Now go make something possible.